Welcome to The Truth About Taxes and Retirement. This podcast is brought to you by SavingYouTaxes.com and hosted by J. Barry Watts. As an advanced tax strategist and enrolled agent federally licensed by the IRS, Barry is uniquely qualified to go deeper into the Internal Revenue Code than most accountants. He understands and interprets its provisions explaining how they'll help you reduce income taxes you owe so you can direct that previously wasted tax money into tax-free accounts that you can enjoy in your retirement years. Now, on today's episode... Hello, I'm Barry Watts, welcoming you to this edition of The Truth About Taxes and Retirement. On today's show, we're going to learn about the four stages of retirement. We'll talk about the things you should be doing at each particular stage. We'll help you to identify which of those stages you are in, and then we'll give you some tips to help you navigate through the stage that you're in today and prepare you for the next stage. But first, a word about our sponsor. The Wealthcare Corporation is a national personal wealth management firm. They are fiduciaries, meaning they must put their clients' interests first. One way they do that is paying close attention to taxes. Their team of tax strategists, tax preparers, and CPAs are laser-focused on looking into the future and discerning the tax rates of tomorrow, which are going to be higher than today. And they then take those future projected tax rates and help their clients maneuver today so that the taxes they pay in retirement will be lower and in some cases eliminated altogether, including Social Security tax and the dreaded IRMA tax on Medicare. In some cases, they're able to help clients achieve a 100% tax-free retirement. You can find out more about Wealthcare by looking them up on the web at savingyoutaxes.com. Now, back to today's topic, the four stages of retirement. I've always heard that there were three stages to retirement, the go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. And while that's cute and catchy, I think it's a bit overly simplistic. Instead, I like to think with my clients about retirement in four specific stages. Number one, anticipation. Number two, liberation. Number three, reinvention. And number four, reflection. Which stage do you think you're in? Anticipation, liberation, reinvention, or reflection? Well, the first stage is anticipation, and this stage lasts about 10 years. It's the stage that I am in personally. This stage starts somewhere in your mid to late 50s. And during the anticipation stage, people feel a combination of excitement, but also anxiety. They're excited that it's finally time. Retirement is within their grasp. It's no longer a distant concept, but it's now a reality on the horizon coming up even more quickly. They can actually see it in their mind, what's about to happen to them. But just as soon as they realize that the day is really coming, many people are overwhelmed with questions and second guesses. Do I have enough? That's a common question we hear. Can I really do this? And what happens when my spouse dies? And can we afford long-term care? Even simple questions like, when should I take Social Security? And how does Medicare work? Those are the kinds of things that derail and disable people from the decisions that they need to be making in the anticipation stage. Now, interestingly enough, about 57% of American workers express concern about outliving their assets in retirement. That's what they told the Secure Retirement Institute. And that particular issue is why proper tax planning becomes so important. 
Because tax planning, along with retirement income planning, literally penciling out how much income you're going to have each month, and investment management planning, that is determining how you're going to invest so that you're guaranteed to have the income you want throughout retirement, those things all become critical as they work together. Investment management planning, retirement income planning, and proper tax planning. And you can't push these things off any further and keep kicking the tan can on down the road. Because when you're in the anticipation stage of retirement, you need to dive in and learn and begin today making critical decisions that will shape your future. That's why we teach classes, both seated classes at the local university and online as well, because the anticipation stage is where you begin organizing yourself to figure out what you want life to look like in retirement and how to organize your resources to make sure the life that you get is the one that you wanted. So if you're interested in those classes, we usually have one coming up. I know there's a university course coming up in about 25 days from the date of this recording. And online opportunities are presented periodically as well. So those classes typically cover things like how much income you'll need in retirement, how to pay for long-term care, how to plan for inflation in retirement, how to reduce and eliminate taxes on Social Security and Medicare, and then legacy planning, how to give what you want to who you want, when you want. So if you're interested, go over to savingyourtaxes.com. And there you'll find links at the bottom of the page where you can email or call and find out more about those classes that are coming up. Well, once you're out of the anticipation stage, you enter what is called the liberation stage. And the threshold that you cross over to make that threshold is the I quit threshold, the retirement day threshold. It's that time that might lead you to repeat what Martin Luther King had to say, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. Well, that's probably how many people feel when they hit retirement. It may be what you say when you hit retirement. You have to think about this liberation stage as being the stage where you're freed from going to work every day. It's where you get the gold watch. Maybe they have a cake and a punch reception for you. Maybe they hand you a cardboard box and you clean out your desk. It's the point when you're done. This stage is very exciting, and it lasts about two years. Now, one of the first things that happens at this stage is you have a much freer schedule. You transition from regular paychecks to a Social Security check or a pension check or regular withdrawals from your retirement savings or some combination of all of those kinds of things. And one of the reasons that this stage can be a bit disabling to people mentally is because they are making this transition. Now, when I think about these transitions, I'm always reminded of my life as a kid growing up on Southwest Missouri down on Table Rock Lake. And we had a little water ski boat and I learned to ski behind that boat. And one of the first things that I learned, if you've ever water skied, this will make a lot of sense to you. I learned that the area right behind the boat, which is called the wake, is kind of rough. But a lot of times the lake itself is kind of smooth. So if you can ski well enough to get outside the wake onto the smooth part of the lake, it actually skis better. But in order to do that, you have to transition from the wake to outside the wake. And it's often that transition where skiers go down because they get one foot over on the smooth side of the water and one foot still in the turbulent water behind the wake. They're crossing the edge of that wake 
and it sinks them. Well, in the same way that crossing the edge of the wake was fearful for me as a young water skier, retirement can be fearful for people who are entering that stage. Even though they know they're being liberated, it's inherently stressful to them. So many people do what, um, well, a lot of folks do, I would say, in the country. They look for a second opportunity to work. About 25% of people become semi-retired. They continue working part-time to ease the transition into retirement. Now, by this time, you ought to have already made the decisions about when you'll collect your Social Security. And you ought to already know how you're going to deal with long-term care. That should have all been done back in the anticipation stage. Hopefully, you've implemented tax strategies to begin reducing the tax that you'll pay on Social Security or Medicare. And in this stage, you may even begin planning on moving, moving to another home, maybe downsizing, maybe moving to another state. And one of the things that you have to consider carefully as you plan to move is what is the income tax structure in the state that you're moving to? Will your tax bill increase or will it decrease? One of the reasons that people move to states like Florida and Texas and Tennessee is those states have no income taxes. So that can save you as much as 13%. If you're retiring, for example, on $200,000 in California, it would save you $26,000 a year to move across the state line to Nevada. But if Nevada is not your place, you can go to Wyoming or Washington or South Dakota and Alaska, as well as those other states, Florida, Texas, and Tennessee, and all of them are free from state income taxes. So that's something important to consider if relocating is on your mind. One of the other things that you need to consider if relocating is on your mind is, are you going to sell your present home? And when you sell your present home, will that create taxes? For most people, it won't. But there are people who, when they get ready to sell their present home, the house has inflated so high in value that they wind up having to pay a capital gain tax on the house instead of being able to just move to a smaller home and be happy with it. So those are some kinds of things that we help people navigate through. Now, it's during this liberation stage, when you're feeling really free, that it's also a good time for you to begin making sure that your end-of-life planning is completed. Your long-term care plan should be in place. Your health care directives and power of attorney should all be in place. And your estate planning documents should all be completed. And if you don't have those things done or you need help with that stage, we'll reach out to our friends at the Wealthcare Corporation. They can help you there. Just go to savingyoutaxes.com and you'll see how to connect with them for a telephone conversation or an in-person appointment to see if they can help you with those particular stages. Now, once we have experienced liberation, we've got a couple of years of it under our belt. We enter stage three of retirement, the reinvention stage. This is the heart of retirement. It's who you become when you're retired. This stage usually starts about year three, and it lasts all oh, until about year 14 of retirement. It's when the new normal has been established and you've become comfortable with it. You're used to being retired, and you start thinking then about what you want the rest of your life to look like. I have clients who do really interesting things in this stage. One of my clients is a PGA professional. He's a teaching pro, and he retired. And now he has become the state champion pickleball player. Do you know how crazy retired people are about pickleball? My wife and I just went and played for the first time. We both have a little tennis background, but we went and played pickleball for the first time about uh, 10 days ago, and it was great fun. And we're just looking for the opportunity to be able to make our schedules work so we can get back out there and do it. What are you going to do in retirement? Are you going to play pickleball? 
How much pickleball are you going to play? Will that be your thing? Another client of mine retired from state government and loved baseball so much that she became a part-time usher for the St. Louis Cardinals. Several of my clients use this season of their life to become missionaries. Or some of them even make up for all those years that they didn't get to fish, and then they fish every day. So my question is, when you reinvent yourself in retirement, what are you going to reinvent yourself into? Once you're tired of sleeping in and sitting on the porch, what are you going to do with yourself? I like to say that it's just as important to know what you're retiring to as it is to know what you're retiring from. And that leads us to stage four, the reflection stage. This is the stage where people really make peace with their life. Generally, they feel a strong sense of satisfaction and contentment, even though healthcare often becomes a great preoccupation. This stage can last a long time. According to the Secure Retirement Institute, 25% of 65-year-old men will live to be age 89, and 25% of 65-year-old women will live to be age 92. So you could spend maybe 15 or 20 years in this final stage of retirement. Now, end-of-life planning obviously is important. Hopefully, you've gotten it done already in the previous stage. But it's important that you do make sure that you've got it right now. This, for example, is a stage that my parents are in. They are in their 80th year. And next week, my dad is coming in to discuss the fact that he and mom can pay taxes on their IRA right now in the 22 and 24% bracket. But if he and mom died and left that money to my brother and me, we're both in the 37% bracket. So as a family, we can pay taxes at 37% or we can pay taxes at 22 and 24%. Which do you think is the better idea? That's the kind of conversation that my dad and I are going to have next week. Just looking at the math and thinking about how much money we want to send to Uncle Sam as opposed to keep within our own family. So just peeking at some years ago established retirement and estate plan is not sufficient. You have to keep these things up to date. And that's one of the things that becomes really important in this reflection stage is updating your estate plan, updating your retirement plan, making sure your assets go to who you want them to go to. And then once you've got all that done, what else is there to do in the reflection stage besides enjoy your life? You're free to travel, to dance if you can, to exercise, to remain healthy, to drink good wine, and to love your great-grandbabies. Now, here's a little something I might suggest to you. This is a great time to be writing down the history of your life. So my daughter, Madison, gave my mother a Christmas gift called Storyworth. If you don't know about StoryWorth, you might want to Google it up. It might be interesting to you. Once a week, StoryWorth emailed a question to my mom to answer. And the questions were like, how did you get your name? Tell me about your dad. Tell us about vacations when you were growing up. How did your parents handle money? Who were your friends in childhood and what became of them? How did you decide to get married? Tell me about the cars in your lifetime. What influence has religion had on your life? And for a year, my mother fussed and probably cussed. I don't know, but she fussed because she kept getting these questions in the email and she had to sit down and answer them. 
but she did. And when she got a question she didn't like, she just changed the question and answered the one that she wanted to answer. And that was okay because it's all about her telling her story. And once she got it done, then StoryWorth turned all of these emails into a book. And since our name is Watts, W-A-T-T-S, the book is called What's Happened. It's a lovely gift. And my mom had it hardbound and she gave copies of it to each child and each grandchild, as well as to some nieces and nephews. And it's a treasure that, frankly, my children probably won't appreciate right now. But once mom's voice has been stilled 25 years or so from now, when my kids are in their fifth decade, that book will be so valuable to them. I'm reading it right now myself. I just had a copy of it in my hand sitting on the boat down on Table Rock last weekend. And I, I held the copy out and took a snapshot of it with my phone and texted that to mom so she would see I was actually reading her book. You could do something similar to that. You can go to StoryWorth online and you can send this book email series to yourself if you wanted to. Or if you've got a friend, maybe your parents are still living, you want to send it to them. What a great idea. But it's also something you could do with video. What an awesome thing to just sit down and document the story of your life on video and tell about your hardships and about how you overcame those hardships and explain your values so that when you're gone, your kids, your grandkids, and your great grandkids that you will never meet will not only have your money, but they'll also be able to learn about your values and remember you and your life. That is really rich. So those are the four stages of retirement. At the Wealthcare Corporation, we're glad to help people organize themselves and do the planning so they can retire confidently, so they can live in retirement purposefully, so they can age gracefully and leave a great legacy to the people who matter to them. If we can help you, I hope you'll please call us. Go to savingyoutaxes.com savingyoutaxes.com. And there you'll find several different ways that you can schedule an appointment to talk directly with me. You can schedule that right on the website, or you can pick up the phone and you can call. You can even send an email and one of my assistants will arrange to get us together and have the conversation that you want to have, whatever that happens to be. If I am directing the conversation, I'll just tell you up front, it'll probably start with taxes because that's where we almost always start the conversation, being sure that we've cleansed as many taxes as possible. But then we'll move on to investments and to long-term care protection and to helping you design a legacy so your story will be told long after you're gone. Visit us at savingyoutaxes.com today. Well, that wraps it up for this edition of The Truth About Taxes and Retirement. I'm Barry Watts from the Wealthcare Corporation reminding you that when it comes to investing and retirement, if you don't get the taxes right, nothing else matters. This podcast is a production of the Wealthcare Corporation found on the web at savingyoutaxes.com. The concepts discussed are for informational and educational purposes only and should not be implemented without first consulting with your own legal, tax, and investment counsel. This has not been an offer to buy, sell, or invest in securities, and this information is to be taken as educational concepts and not as advice for you specifically. The lawyers like for us to remind you that all investment involves risk, and you could lose money. Past performance is never a guarantee of future results. Tax strategy services are provided by American Tax Strategies, LLC. 
Investment advisory services are provided by Wealthcare Asset Management, LLC. Thank you for listening to The Truth About Taxes and Retirement Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of SavingYouTaxes.com. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional tax and investment advice. Always seek the advice of your own qualified advisor with any questions you may have regarding taxes and investing.